0: Sports Podcast. I said, welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast
1: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California,
2: Joey. No show pray now. Hello,
3: Andy. Good morning.
2: Good morning, sir. Good morning on this Thursday before the next Thursday, which is Thanksgiving. I feel like that's this, right. I feel like this is a holiday.
1: Everything's a holiday. I, I saw. I saw a thing today. It said. Said on Twitter, happy, and people were tweeting, Happy Friday Eve.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Now we're going to have memes that start that. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Daniel Craig doing mad TV,
2: ladies and gentlemen, the day before the weekend. (laughs) That's one of the craziest Twitter feeds. (laughs) Yeah. All he says is, Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend and, and it has do you know what that <laughs> Twitter feed is? Yeah. I mean, what do I know what it's called now? Yeah. It has five hundred and ninety-six thousand
3: followers. <laughs> so stupid. Five hundred and
1: ninety six thousand followers. And if, if Is that is that bigger
3: it, is that bigger than any Andy Ruther Anonymous account ever? No.
1: What uh things why people like before it got suspended was got like 600 something
2: but still
3: yeah this is this is all it is but still in in a in a battle between the lack of effort massive twitter accounts writing burritos and just reposting the same video of daniel craig saying ladies and gentlemen the weekend it's pretty that's a pretty tough battle it's competition right there
0: ladies and gentlemen
3: the weekend ladies and gentlemen Yeah, the weekend. So how come how come Rebecca Black's Friday hasn't re- resurfaced as a thing? I can't believe that's not a meme. Like, uh, sh- just yeah. every Friday, you should start that. That should be the next Andy Ruther burner account. Just every week, it's just Friday, Friday.
1: Take a guess. So this is November eleventh, right? So this is obviously a week ago because they mm-hmm. tweet this every week, every weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you can guess how many
2: likes that post got thirteen point three thousand forty seven point eight
1: thousand wow oh oh but he goes he goes off this is funny so the account it just posts that yet on Tuesday November fourth or I don't think it was Tuesday whenever it was friendly reminder to please vote if you're in the US get okay. the fuck out of here
3: okay ladies and gentlemen election day
1: See, I hate that shit. That, that's now I'm annoyed. Now I'm annoyed. Just st- stick to what you got.
3: Next time Daniel Craig does SNL, uh, there should be a sketch with him recording uh, various things because it became so big. They're like, do you remember the the, the one where Dana Carvey was doing, was doing like, uh, who's he doing? He's doing the NBC rocket. And they're like, okay, now we're going to do... Uh, uh, you know, since you're going away on vacation, we're going to do Ronald Reagan has died. Uh, he fell off a horse and he's like, what? And he's like, oh, breaking news today: Ronald Reagan died falling from a horse. They should just have a sketch where Daniel Craig's going, ladies and gentlemen, Rosh Hashanah. They're like, that's great, Daniel. Now we're going to need you to do a national pickle day. Ladies and gentlemen, national pickle day. That's
1: actually
2: a great idea. So I'm scrolling through, I'm seeing if, oh, he's occasionally tweet. this is so weird, like what gets him to tweet non-weekend stuff? Ladies and gentlemen, Indigenous Peoples Day. So on October 14th, that account tweeted, sorry for the delay. I was learning about
1: (laughs) this. I was learning about sustainable farming tactics.
3: What? Your boy, Zach Williamson, has gone off the rails.
2: I just, I just like, again, if it's me, just stick
1: to what you have. Don't, don't veer at all, at all. Don't, don't just stick to what you got.
3: I love that. I love this from Andy Ruther, who built up things white people like and used it to retweet dirty sports posts. Yeah, but that's years. different.
1: That was that was that was the whole strat. There was a
3: strategy behind. No, that. I know, I know. I think his strategies may maybe uh, promoting sustainable farming. I did
1: have a flashback of some of the accounts that I used to run, and and I just started laughing. I want to go back and go through. Definitely a douchebag. That was one. That got over a hundred thousand fault. Like that's early days of Twitter. You would just tweet things that made someone a douchebag.
3: You literally would just tweet your 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 everything you were doing throughout a day.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. That would have been like 2012, 2013.
3: Doxing your local Mexican restaurant for not serving burritos. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been
1: peak Andy douchebag.
3: Era also
1: Tinder Fashions. That was a yeah. fun one
3: where people would submit- again basically just Andy Ruther's life live tweeting a Tinder date.
1: No, no, no. People submitted. I even had a website, Tinderfashions.com. People submit something that happened on Tinder or a screenshot. And I just post it. I sold that to somebody in the UK. He bought the the Twitter and the Facebook feed. Anyway, 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 now I tweet for gold star. You know, it, it all comes full circle, Joe, which again, I will be live tweeting the all white game, the white helmet game, which I think the NFL is really missing the mark on this one.
3: Did they not do and all? They did that already, didn't they?
1: They did that. So this is what I, this is what I want to ask you if you think they're missing the mark on this. So, the goal this year was, you know, they introduced the white helmets. And as you know, this isn't just like a Bengals thing. As you know, like they get interest level. People are obsessed with jerseys. That's why people love yeah. Oregon, right? Or some of these teams that always have wild jerseys. Anyway, they introduced the all white uniforms with the white helmets. And they said, okay, the Bengals are going to do a home and away game with this. So the Bengals wisely choose two primetime games Thursday night game at home,
3: primetime.
1: Yeah, the away game is a Sunday night game, NBC against their division rival Steelers. Smart Is that this league.
3: weekend? Is it this yeah. Sunday?
1: Okay. But here's what happened. The NFL, because weeks, I think, 11 through 18, they can flex it. Steelers aren't that good. Bengals are five and four. They flex the Bengals out for Chiefs Chargers. Okay. Here's the problem. You can't change your uniforms. Okay, so I would call this a missed opportunity, because now it's like the Bengals are stuck with the white for the four twenty five game. Why? Why can't this is what I think is stupid? Why can't the NFL just say okay, we'll move the the white uniform game to the Bills Monday Night game?
3: Yeah, I but know. they don't
1: allow that. It's one of those weird NFL rule things where you say you're you're actually going to get more interest on uniforms because people care about that shit. That's like a whole other cult group of people that follow those sort of things
3: i don't yeah, know I, there's I just a uni think, uni watch
1: i i think it's just a missed opportunity why not have that game on a prime time if you're
2: going to flex them i don't know i have no answers for you are Andy. you yawning at me or are you about to sneeze i don't know
3: I'm, I'm, I'm yawning i'm yawning Hot i don't start I don't, I don't know yeah i'm sorry i'm just like I'm just like I went from a guy who like had abandoned the Bengals entirely to now he's just like up in arms that the Bengals can't wear their white Tiger jerseys on prime time. I'm not up in arms. I'm just I'm from a from a look. I Listen, marketing. I got a chili account to run. Stop fucking with my bag, NFL.
1: Well, that is that's part of it. You're messing with my bag. More more eyeballs are gonna be on Sunday Night Football and there's one game. You're, you're messing with that. Which, by the way, I'm, I'm gonna get i am I'm gonna we'll do a quick call out the gate, a little quick call about me. It seems like a r- newer dirt ball, probably within uh, the last year or two.
3: He's like, I've got a theory. Uh, you know, every time Andy says something, it goes wrong. I've, I've, is there? Can we? Can, you know, the Andy Ruther jinx. Could I throw that out there?
2: I hate to step on toes. No, this is this is what he's saying.
4: Well, if I had a billion dollars to put
1: on Joe not giving the Vikings, oh, oh no, that's that's coming at you. Great. I mean, do we just play that now?
4: Sure.
3: You want you want to do some? Are there are there Vikings fans still turned? They had two days to settle down. They haven't figured it out.
2: Why? Why do I have? I got rid of one of these. Okay. Anyway, I'm just gonna play it. The, yeah. Whatever. This is. Uh,
1: yeah maybe he left two calls. Maybe the call about me was before. I'll play this one. yeah. We'll play them both
4: okay. even one percent credit for coming back from seventeen.
1: 17- okay. let me let me restart this because i I want to get you right in the in the right headspace. All right. here we go we'll, 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 you know he's coming in
4: hot. Well, if I had a billion dollars to put on Joe not giving the Vikings even one percent credit for coming back from seventeen in the second half, I'd be a billion dollars richer wow, didn't see that one coming. It doesn't matter if the game was over. You still got to finish the game. There's 40 seconds left. Let's say they do take a safety. Vikings get the ball back down two with 40 seconds left with great position. That game's not over then either. I, I, I just don't understand it. Buffalo is one of the hardest places to play, if not the hardest place to play in the league. And they went and beat them. It doesn't, sure, there was some lucky shit that went on. There was also a lot of, unfortunate shit that well i mean i don't know how a ref allows you to just get away with 12 people on the field in that situation and overtime too that just that's that's unbelievable but whatever whatever
3: he's hated can i ask you something andy why why is it vikings like where are the jets fans they're like, we fucking beat, we came back against the Bills and we beat them. Suck our dick, Ruther. Suck our dicks, Brayno. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Okay. where funny you say that. Where are the Colts fans who are like, the Bills? Why are we talking about the Bills? The Bills aren't the best team in the AFC. You know who's the best team in the AFC? The Chiefs. And the Chiefs came into our house and Matt Ryan put a fucking smackdown on them. Matt Ryan. R-Y-A-N. Matt, 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 Matt. Like, what the fuck? You guys, you want a fucking week 10 game on a miracle fucking fumble in your own end zone.
2: Do you want a trophy for it?
3: I
1: think they're saying, and I got some DMs, full disclosure. They're saying no credit was given.
3: What credit do you want? I do not remember the 400 phone calls being like, Daniel Jones and Brian Dable, they went on the road week one and they beat the AFC one seed from last year. Joe Prane, I want to drink your your cum out of a fucking pint glass. What do you want? You want a regular season game on a miracle fumble? You want me to fucking double-handed jack off Kirk Cousins and fucking Justin Jefferson? What do you want? Honestly, I'll say this right now, and I couldn't be more passionate about anything. The fact that you guys need credit for this shows me that, you know, you're trash.
1: Well, I was just going to say you that, want look, your
3: you hang the fucking banner. I, I look, I beat, agree. Beat the bills on a ro- on the road in a regular season football game. Hang the fucking banner.
1: Look, I, I agree. I think I think as you take a step back, I think there's a lot of projection going on here you're validating a lot of years of struggles as far as come playoff time with the Vikings. I think it, I don't think either of us took it. If you go back and listen, last episode, I went through and I asked you contender, pretender, both AFC and NFC. We both agree. Anything is possible in the NFC. We both agreed to that, but I, I, agree with you on this as well guys i i just you regular season it's just it's a nice win no one's denying it like like i was exchanging you know cordial dms with a vikings fan third ball and it, it turned into like i think this is different and i said look man that's why i brought up carson palmer like this 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 is so carson palmer He's got one playoff win, Kirk Cousins, and he's been in the league for 10 years.
3: Maybe it is different. Maybe it is different. And maybe 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 this is the year Kirk Cousins wins two playoff games in one postseason, doubling his win total in one postseason for his entire career. Maybe it is different. If you're out there thinking we are going to win the Super Bowl, this is different. I just, I don't know what the fuck to say to you. You almost lost to the fucking commanders, but you didn't,
2: but you didn't, you didn't. So you this is different. This is different. If, can you imagine, can you
3: imagine if there was a miracle fumble and they lost that commanders game? And I was like, well, that's it. The Vikings stink. They make won one regular season game. We lost on a miracle fumble. Tyler Heineke had your backs against the wall. And by the way, Tyler Heineke went and beat the Eagles. Why aren't we starting this show off with, hey, this this Washington team is different. They almost beat the Vikings since Heineke's taken over. Then they go and beat the undefeated Eagles. You like that? Heineke, different. This is the year. You guys just need to tap the fucking brakes. Relax.
1: None of this matters. I mean, it really doesn't. At the end of the day, like the, the you just
2: got to get in and see what happens. We, we've seen it too many times. We saw. It are, last they, year. are they the one seed now? It's a good question. Let me pull it up.
3: Let's see. if the, if they're the one seed, Kirk Cousins ain't winning two playoff games. I can tell you that much.
1: No, they are still the two seed based on head to head win percentage. By our Eagles have have them. We did get a call from a Jets fan,
2: mocking Vikings fans. Great. Kind of of what you just said.
0: Hey Joe, hey Andy, it's Jeff with a G from New Jersey. And I think you owe us an apology for Zach Wilson. I mean, at the time, I guess I didn't realize it because I'm not delusional. But after hearing all these Vikings fans about beating the Bills, I think we need to give Zach Wilson some props. Um, he had a, a 78 QBR rating when he won. He didn't need a miracle fumble on the goal line to win. He didn't need maybe one of the greatest catches of all time to win. It was just a just a typical, you know, Zach Wilson one touchdown, zero interceptions win i i think uh i think we need to have some serious talks about zach wilson standing in the mvp race um the jets are contenders for the super bowl i've already put money down on them going to the super bowl i wanted to know how much more i should put down on them winning um now i think uh i think you know the bills were the odds on favorite what's more likely the Vegas overestimated how good they would be, or the Jets and the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders. Um I that their division is wide open too. I don't even know if they would win the division at this point. I think the Dolphins are right there. The Jets are still playing over their heads and I'll never uh I'll never underestimate Bill Belichick as long as he's the coach of the Patriots. Um I think that the, the vision is really heating up, but, um, yeah, Zach Wilson, MVP candidate, uh, Jeff to the super bowl. So I gotta,
3: I gotta say something, Andy, because that makes me very happy. Thank you, Jeff with a G from New Jersey. Um, if there's one thing, like we, you know, New York fans in general across the board, Mets, Yankees, you know, Jets, Giants, uh, all the teams, Knicks. Um, we might have, we might have our own problems. Obviously we're not like Philly fans in, in our monstrosity, but we're not, obviously it's not a cupcake to go, you know, sit in the bleachers at Yankee stadium and in, in an opposing Jersey, whatever. But I think as far as fan bases go city fan bases go, I think one thing that you can give us credit for, we, we, we're pretty realistic. We keep it we keep it pretty in check. You don't hear a lot of that, like, you know, after one game here, one game there. Like that that makes me proud that Jeff from New Jersey called in to mock Minnesota fans because we didn't get those calls from Jets fans after that win against Buffalo. We didn't get, you know, soft gardener is Darrell Revis. He's gonna be the best corner in the league for the next 20 years. You like that? You like that. You like the sauce on you. Like,
2: you guys are synonymous. Synonymous, the Vikings are, with postseason failure. There, you, there's some epic postseason failures. They've never won a Super Bowl. You, your
3: quarterback is a guy who is synonymous with primetime Slash big game failure.
2: You had a one, a literally one in a million fumble that saved the game for you. And you want a banner. Shout out to Jeff from New Jersey for
3: making Vikings fans realize how ridiculous they're being.
1: So this all got started because it was a, I think, I think the same Vikings fan had called for me, a fandom question. That's what, that's what we were getting to, but obviously we got a little derailed. That's what happens. So let's, let's go back to that call. I believe this is him from Friday.
4: What's up, boys? This is TK from Minnesota. And uh, I'm just calling to ask a few questions to you, Reuter. Um It's been driving me nuts for a while. I've been listening for a while. And who, who is your favorite team? In football i need a team not a quarterback you root for a guy you want to see do well i need i need a team a team that you want to win the super bowl and when they lose on sundays you're like what the fuck because for a while it was the chargers maybe the rams maybe the seahawks maybe the bangles and off the bangles then you like joe burrow but you don't like the bangles i need a team i need a team um then my second question is or not question but uh what are you doing teaching fifth graders how to play a zone uh you're gonna crush their development in my opinion i i feel like you just got to teach them how to man up and play man and develop real defensive skills instead of sitting them in a two, three zone. But, uh, that's just what I think. But, um, so who cares, but yeah, stay dirty.
1: I'll address the, the second question first. Cause that's easier. Well, Let me,
3: can I ask you one thing about the zone? Are you guys playing zone after
2: makes and man after a miss? So here's the thing. Rules are a major issue at this level.
1: So there's no press. You can't cover a guy before half court. court. So like this is an issue. So this is my third year, right? Started with third graders. Now we're up to fifth. So third, fourth, and fifth. From two years from third and fourth graders, I'll tell you this. We are so happy to have a zone this year. The discrepancy in getting kids to understand man-to-man, discrepancy of talent on your own team, it's, it's night and day. Like there are kids who just do not get it, do not get it. I can already tell the same thing with zone. Like, like this is, this is, they're not, they don't, they're not allowed to do better teams until the sixth grade. So, so this grade school has three teams in the fifth grade, right? And the the talent is spread amongst the three teams. So to answer your question, I I mean, I, I got a kid on my team, no lie. He's a fifth grade boy. He cannot even dribble. I had to tell him the first practice, "Hey man, they're gonna call traveling on you. You got to dribble." So the, I thought of like this guy playing man on somebody; it's not gonna go well. You can hide the the level of talent and the 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 spectrum of talent, I should say, much easier in a zone.
3: Right? Are you are you guys playing zone after a make and a miss, or just full time?
1: I think full time. Our, our first, our you first. You have played pre- a game yet. No, our pre. We, we're in a preseason tournament which
3: starts tomorrow night. So let let me give you let me give you one piece of advice. Sure. Um, high schoolers that I've played with were incapable, incapable of understanding the concept of when the other team misses and they start running to like having their brain like. Take that guy until we get settled and figure it out. So, even in high school, our coach would do when we make a basket, and they have to take the ball out under. You run down and you get in zone. Otherwise, we're playing man to stop them from just yeah taking advantage Look, of our confusion.
1: That's good advice. I mean, I mean the rules are weird. We were teaching them last practice, basically, like I said maximize the rules as much as you can get the ball out yeah. to have court. So I don't know. Now my fandom question, look, I mean, that's, I, I know people probably know it's complicated. Joe knows this. He's smirking over there. I see
3: him. Well, it's complicated. I'll say one thing. I mean, I, you were a straight up Seahawks fan with Russ. I was. I Ru- don't think
1: I was though. Th-
3: then Russ left. You had a, you had a Richard Sherman Jersey. You had a fucking Russ Jersey. You, were, you lived and died with the fucking Seahawks every week. I mean...
1: But I didn't because here's you, the thing. I went, he, he laughed, he laughed, I went to a lot of Rams games. I went a lot of Rams games.
3: He left. He stunk. You abandoned him like he was a sinking ship. No. You were the first person off the Titanic. You're like, fuck the women and children. I'm jumping on that lifeboat. You paddled away in a 25-person light boat by yourself and literally watched human sink in the frozen Atlantic you were so quickly off the boat you're off the boat before the fucking you're like I'll get at we haven't even hit the iceberg yet you're off the boat
2: as I've
1: gotten older and as I have, I continue to do dirty sports and people might say that's such a cop-out and he'll probably say this like I love fucking sports I love sports I love watching sports I love talking about sports I love reading about it so I think I've evolved because we do this show twice a week. We're reading tweets. We're reading stories, whatever it is. I love sports. So the, the Bengals history, we all know it was with the Brown family and
3: all that. Yeah, this and, is, this is, listen, caught you, if somebody was, if you were walking street and they were like, Hey, Andy Ruther, you host the Dirty Sports Podcast. Who's your favorite college basketball team? You'd be like, immediately you'd be like Xavier. Who's your favorite baseball team? You'd be like the Reds. Who's your favorite football team? You're like sports, man. I run a sports podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice a week.
1: But hold on. But but those are all different. And even the Reds now, like, I went to one Reds game because I didn't. I didn't pay a single dollar because it was it was a game where an organization that I helped volunteer at, and their family, ironically, is the Reds ownership. I went to one Reds game. I'm not, dude. I'm fucking f- almost 41. If you don't give a shit about me, I don't give a shit about you. And people can say your bandwagon or your fair weather. That's fine. But my time is valuable, right? So if the Reds stink, I'm not going to their games or if they don't try to at least attempt to be good. I don't care about you. Just like I don't care about the waiter who's rude and going back to that restaurant or poor service, wherever it is. The Bengals... Is that like, I got called out over the weekend and the guy was like, oh, so, so now you're, I said, look, this is what I am. I said, I'll call
2: what it is. I work with Goldstar. Gold Star pays me. They're also the sponsor of the Bengals. Call me a sell. That's fine.
3: I like to tweet. But it's you know? all had this is all happening before. I mean, listen, you can't like somebody calling you a bandwagon fan. That might be a little harf, but there is a nugget of truth in there. I mean, you were a Bengals fan, and then you quit on the Bengals because they stunk, and then you just happened to come back around to the Bengals. But I didn't quit and they
1: stink. That's just not true.
3: Super. Well, yeah, you did. You literally said you were like, that's it. You watched a Bengals playoff failure, and you're like, that's it. I'm done. You're like, "I
2: today's the day I take off my Carson Palmer jersey for the last time. And then they made it to the Super Bowl and the
3: next year you're sniffing around the f- team again. There's some Joe Burrow love. There's some all this stuff.
1: I've always had Joe Burrow. Love. There has never been a, a shred of doubt of my opinion going back to his LSU days on Burrow. Right. There's, there's none of that. I left because I was frustrated. I will. I'll, look, I'll give them this much credit. I'll give them this much credit. As far as the organization, because I have to give credit where credit's
3: too. Suddenly, you're fired up about Zach Taylor every weekend. You know, I
1: was fired up last year about him. I they, know they, they, they. My point is this: they have turned things around for the better.
3: You literally packed you packed boxes in Los Angeles and moved back to Cincinnati. You left your Rams hat on the counter at the Smut Studio, and you literally drove a bandwagon to Cincinnati.
1: I still wear. I wore Chargers thing like the other day on the podcast. No, they they have made improvements. What happened to the Rams?
3: You were a Rams fan. You did a declaration on this podcast. You're like, I am a Rams fan. I am Skank Hunt 42. I went to Rams games, dude. I went to a lot of Rams games. Yeah, but you're not a Rams fan now. Why? Because they're they're not Super Bowl contenders this year?
1: I don't live there. That was like a fling. That's the truth. That was a
2: fling. I lived there. The Rams came there. I started going to games. You know, I started going to games. I think they'll be back. I like Sean McVay. I don't live there, man. So you're a
3: bandwagoner. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think you are. I mean, that's the definition, but that's okay. Just embrace that. Andy is a bandwagon fan. We could make that the title of the show. Andy Ruther is a bandwagon fan.
1: But again, it's 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 the NFL is is. I don't think you fully understand. It's the, it's a Ruther. Somebody we were talking about this last week. They're like the Ruther boys have a deep history, going back to rest in peace, Walt, with with the Bengals. I mean, my dad's come on the show. My dad used to have season tickets. He used to go to Pittsburgh. He used to go to Cleveland. He was at the freezer bowl. I don't think you realize what that man,
2: Mike Brown, did to the Ruther's. He ripped our hearts out, Joe Prano. And then Mike Brown
3: stood at the door, stood in the in the archway opening to their stadium with a half full bowl of chili. And he's like, Come here, Andy, Andy, Andy Andy, Andy. <laughs> Come here, Andy, Andy. I got a three way. And you just walked up like a cat who had not seen milk in two <laughs> years. And you started <laughs> lapping it out of his hand.
2: Hey man, money talks. I've been the first one to say that, you know,
3: and whatever. It's a great, and it's a great, uh, it's a great visual because Cincinnati chili has the consistency of a bowl of cat's milk.
1: Well, one dirt ball is going to get lucky enough to join us for the January 2nd bills. Bengals Monday night football game. I got a DM last night about, I know I keep saying I'm going to do this. You know, what are the requirements for that? well, To enter, get our attention basically. I mean, a boy, there's, there's
3: there's a thousand forms of social media. At this point, we have a YouTube channel, I've come like, tell us you want to go. That's the requirements. Why should you go to the game? Well, where do I send it? I don't know. Just send it. Yeah. Full send.
1: Full send. You can use anything, right? You can use some of our sponsors. You can use chili. You can grab a, a cold, refreshing Miller Lite, Joe. Wouldn't that be a yes. great way to enter the contest? Because Miller Lite is also a sponsor of the Cincinnati Bengals. You'll see Miller Lite signs all over the stadium when you enter Pecor Stadium. And I know Joe will be enjoying some cold Miller Lights this weekend during, during his team's game. Who do you guys got this week?
3: We have... Why is my brain uh, mushing right now? We have the Lions. You get the Lions. Is that
1: in Detroit or is that in, in New York? In New York, oh, New Jersey. Okay, in
3: New Jersey.
1: I like it. And I know that Joe will be kicking back, watching his seven and two squad with some cold Miller Lights because it's the original, right, Joe? We all know that since nineteen seventy five. Miller Lite is always the winner. So whether the Giants win or lose, you're going to be winning at home with that cold Miller Lite. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold or go to MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces.
3: I will be enjoying some Miller Lights this weekend as I watch Giants-Lions on TV. And let me tell you, let me just say something right now, Andy. The Giants are three-point favorites against the Lions. Am I confident about this game? No, I'm not. But, you know. Is it
1: home? How are they, I saw Why are they only three?
3: Listen, because the Giants have a tendency. Maybe this Giants team is different. Maybe this is different. But... If the giants favored to win against the lions win as they're as Vegas believes they're supposed to. And the Dallas Cowboys who are favored to win in Minnesota win as they're supposed to, you guys better be ready for the, I want apologies for Daniel Jones train. That's coming on Monday. Vikings fans. I will fucking, I will, I will do, I will do a 40 minute monologue on your disrespect of Daniel Jones if at the end of the weekend the giants and the vikings are 8 and 2. Oh, you guys get ready. You better hope one of those games doesn't go as planned because next Monday's show will be a debacle for Vikings fans if both teams are 8 and 2 coming out of this weekend. This we is one do, of We will do a 40-minute breakdown on the disrespect that Daniel Jones who should be getting MVP votes
1: this is something I've never would have foreseen to be honest. You versus Vikings fans. Like obviously the, you, there's the easy targets, the any fans of Philly or Cowboys, you name it. I never would
3: have foreseen. Andy, what is my what what has become literally my bread and butter on the show. What is what 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 did we determine a couple months ago is like what it all boils down to for me. Overrated, underrated. I think this is this is this goes back to Jeff with a G from New Jersey again. New Yorkers, you're not gonna sell us a fake watch on Canal Street out of the side of your jacket. We can see a Fugazi, okay? We can smell a fucking fake from a mile fucking away. You walk in the door with some shit pizza. It's not delivery, it's the We know, guy. We <laughs> we can smell it. We didn't need you to tell us all those commercials. I can't believe it's – I can believe it's not butter. It's clearly not butter. It's clearly margarine. I know exactly what you're trying to serve me. We can smell a fucking fraud in New York. The whole world is upset about Donald Trump. We're like, we told you guys this 40 years ago. What are you doing? We fucking know. So it's overrated, underrated. I don't – like, be a fan of your team, but be realistic. When you show up and you're like, hey, no, "No, this guy's the fucking race. Why don't you respect Lamar
2: Jackson? Why is he? What? Because what has he done yet? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I've watched it. I've seen it.
3: It's not like Kirk Cousins is new to the game. Kirk Cousins has been in the NFL longer than Dirty Sports has been on air. I've drank forty shots of whiskey. Live on YouTube, and Rabble, as many times as Kirk Cousins has won playoff games. That's
2: it. Shouldn't be one one. Yeah, and when it comes to overrated underrated, I think he's
1: pretty accurate because I think, I think it's, he's very split. I think there's people who are overrating. Him. I think there's a lot who are saying, "Hey, no, he is what he is." Just based on what you see, I think a fair amount of people know. When it comes to prime time, it's it's
3: it's not too late for him to turn the story of his career around. But my point is. Just tap the fucking brakes, because this weekend, if the Giants come out as they should and the Vikings come out as they should, according to Vegas predictions. You're not going to hear me be like,
2: I just can't believe it. The disrespect.
3: It's time for everybody to bow down to Daniel Jones. If I had a billion dollars that I woke up Monday morning and the whole world wasn't sucking Daniel Jones's dick, I'd have a billion dollars. So you better hope the Giants lose to the Lions or you better hope the Vikings beat the Cowboys because God forbid if we're 8-2, 8-2. And and Andy doesn't even have to show up Monday if we're both 8-2. God, I
1: would love a Vikings, a Vikings-Giants playoff game.
2: Just for just for the show.
3: Me too. You know why? We got a good defense. You know what Kirk Cousins does? Do <laughs> you know how many? And and honestly, this is the thing. This is why I don't overrate Kirk Cousins. Look, go get, get a game log of Kirk Cousins' career, and look up Kirk Cousins versus the Giants when he was in Washington. He had four interception games. He had sacks
2: galore games. I never ever ever. Not for 1 second. feared Kirk Cousins. Okay, so I pulled it up real quick.
1: Thank you StatMuse. So he's played 9 career games against the
3: Giants. He's 4 and 5. How many Remember- how many of those wins came when he was on the
2: Vikings? The f- four and five, by the way. One. And th- that's a win. Correct.
3: Twenty nineteen. So three and five as a Redskin? Correct. Not good, dude. He uh against uh, against I mean, like when did Kirk Cousins come into the league? Twenty twelve. So literally after the Giants last Super Bowl, basically. In this, in the ten-year debacle run, the Giants have had.
1: So overall, these are his numbers overall.
2: Seven two hundred fifty-nine yards a game, fifty-nine percent completion percentage, bad. He
1: has ten touchdowns to fourteen interceptions. I mean, I mean,
2: <laughs> against,
3: against a decade of trash Giants teams. I mean, his numbers are bad. Against
1: he, he's thrown when he was with the. Keep want to say Redskins when he was with Washington. Well, he was with he was with yeah. the Redskins. Yeah, when he was with the Redskins in Washington, those were all fourteen of his interceptions in eight games: a two-interception game, a four-interception game, two-interception game, two-interception
2: game, three-interception game. Yikes! His one good his one good game was as a Viking.
3: Yeah, not good. That's the dumpy shit that Viking that,
2: that her cousins played against every single giants team. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to be watching the world
1: cup? The world cup is this weekend. Can we laugh about this? The for
3: world a... cup of what poker,
1: the world cup. I, I think that this is so Hockey. hilarious. how, they have done every single thing wrong. Literally, every single thing wrong. The World Cup is always in the summer. Nope. The World Cup is always by, I shouldn't say always, it's normally by a respected country, not one the size of Connecticut, which is what Qatar or Qatar, I don't even know. How, I don't even know how you pronounce it. If I, if I can't pronounce your country, Qatar. if I don't know how it's pronounced, if I hear it multiple different versions People. Some people call it Qatar. Some people call it Qatar. I. I don't know.
3: Chad Qatar is what I'm gonna start calling him.
1: Though, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna. And I know it's it's a world event, but there's a lot of Americans. You're gonna do it during NFL
2: season. What are you thinking? Like, what are you thinking? This has uh, got to be the biggest
1: debacle in a country that doesn't allow alcohol in a country that has banned let me repeat that banned homosexuality like you literally cannot be openly gay there you can't drink unless you're in the stadium what does soccer bring what does football bring it brings
2: hooligans who like the booze and gays yeah gay dudes who like the booze
3: Uh Andy. What a mess, Joe. uh, I will tell you what, my um interest in soccer in general, very low. Mine too. as, As you know, I do um get into the World Cup when it comes around. Agreed. But this year will be wildly different for two reasons. One, mid football season in the fall, not just like in the dregs of baseball season. In the summer when you have nothing to do, when kids are out of school, when you can get, when you're going to the day drinking in LA and bars, um, and the second way, way, way more important reason, uh, Italy did not qualify. Um, uh, my, right. my interest in soccer, my, my very minute interest in soccer is tied to my dad who loved soccer and who specifically loved the Italian national team, um, um, he was way into the world cup. I've told the story on the show before. I remember I was living in the Hamptons the summer of, what was that? 2004 maybe. Um, or 2006 that, that, that Italy won. I
1: think it was six.
3: Yeah. Um, and I called my dad, I called my dad to congratulate him. And my sister answered our home phone. She was still living at home. And she said, call back later. He's sitting alone at the kitchen table drinking scotch and crying. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll call back you later. Yeah, um, so, so I root for the Italian national team. That is that is far and away the most interest I have in soccer. Um, and they didn't make it. So that combined with uh, a winter
2: slash late fall winter um, World Cup, I'm out. It's 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 almost. I'm, I'm the
3: most self hating American of all time. I'll be rooting against the United States. That's that's not cool. Go go Wales. Wales. Yeah. No, just versus the U.S. I think that's their first game.
1: Yeah, it is their first.
3: I, game. I, I'll have no. I'll literally have no rooting. I don't know. Australia. Are they I, in?
1: I I just don't understand. I mean, I do understand because it's obviously money and, and payout. But like they they've built, uh, like the, so the so the upcoming World Cup, right? They're going to be in the U.S. mostly, also in Canada, Mexico. Makes sense. They have the infrastructure. They have the stadiums. I mean, I mean, I mean, they're saying they're talking about like they don't. This is this is again. It's the size of Connecticut. The whole world is descending on this area where they're worried
2: about the basic infrastructure of getting from point A to point B. FIFA is so bad. Like FIFA makes the NFL. What's the analogy here?
1: FIFA is so corrupt. It it makes the NFL.
3: Give me something not corrupt.
1: Yeah, but I'm trying to think because everything's corrupt. Yeah. Like FIFA makes the NFL look like the Salvation Army. I'm sure there's some dirt in the Salvation oh, yeah. Army as well.
3: I'm I'm sure the, those Santa Claus, the ring the bell, get paid nothing. They're probably recovering addicts that are being, you know, they're probably slave trade. Yeah. It makes it it's like the Girl Scouts of America. Makes the NFL look like the Girl Scouts of America. I mean, it's
1: it's absolutely amazing. You're gonna do it in the middle of Peak NFL season, mid-November to late November. And who's going to this? Dude, okay, take take take. like you're a diehard English national team guy. You want to just get hurt with your buddies. You're going to Qatar in the middle of November where they're going to say, hey, dude, sorry, we don't have pubs. Pubs aren't a thing because we live in a country that bans alcohol. disgusting will you watch
3: a second of it
1: i mean if it's on but like if it's competing against the nfl no
3: are you like uh, will you be rooting will you be rooting for the usa yeah of course yeah i think i just i just had a quick look Um, yeah i won't i I won't watch anything but go mexico go australia go uh, disgusting costa rica
1: it's the u.s mexico i'm sorry u.s wales game it's 2 p.m monday Eastern time. So like, what am I doing? Oh yeah. Wait, we'll probably be doing dirty sports.
2: Yeah. For that reason, I'm out. Like FIFA is forever stained because of this. Like, I
1: can't take you serious, man. I just can't. It'd be like hosting the world series in Russia. I, I just, I just like, what are you doing here, dude? Like What are no one's talking about it when I see the commercials, because I guess Fox has the rights when I see when Fox runs the commercials, even the commercials are kind of like, yeah, you don't even give a shit, do you?
2: I got to give I know I'm a call anyway, Michael Majid. Oh, should we have should Majid come on for
3: our World Cup preview Monday, even though it'll have already started. Now, Majid will be will be rooting for Mexico, right? Or is Mashid a big uh USA fan? When you went to USA, Mexico, didn't you go with Majid? I did. Who did he root for? I'm the one who actually had a Mexico shirt. He he was rooting for USA? Of
1: course. Yeah. Did you think he's Mexican? Doesn't he? I mean, he's, he has he, some sort of he's what? Well, his mom is uh Hispanic. He speaks fluent
3: yeah. Spanish. His dad's but Jewish. Not, but he's not from Mexico. Not she's no. not from Mexico. She's from where? Colombia? Uh, South America. Kay. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was Hispanic. He had a he had a
2: helmet full of nachos. I knew he was Hispanic. He he was he was
3: eating a helmet full of nachos, going
2: ole 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 ole
3: ole ole. I was like, we're at a Dodger game. Oh
1: my
2: god! Unbelievable. Quick shout out to Justin Verlander, third Cy Young. Good for him. Unanimous.
3: You love it. You love to see it. I'm a Verlander guy. Oh, me a, a, too. I'm After Tommy Verlander John surgery stan. at that age. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Verlander stan. I've 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 always been a Kate Upton stan. Love the video clips of her flipping off Phillies fans, just giving the bird to their face. I I stand I stand the whole Ver Verlander uh, family. I mean not I mean J- uh, Justin Verlander's direct. Family Ben Verlander, I could do without, but the whole Verlander Upton
2: clan, we stand them. It's amazing the season he had at that age.
1: Only the seventh pitcher, I think, to win three Cy Youngs,
3: and he's uh, probably leaving. Yeah, we talked on Dirty Slides about uh, how he he'd be a good that somebody asked the Big T Dobbs asked us what what the um, Blue Jays need to get over the hump. And I said, crusty vets. And I, apparently he was angling for us to say, go get Joey Votto, bring Joey Votto home north of the border. But we threw out Verlander. We threw out Justin Turner.
2: Yeah. No way he's staying. Cause he'll get even more money after this season.
1: So this new Nets story about Ben Simmons and a players only meeting is pretty funny to me. It's probably one of my favorite Nets stories. <clears throat> so, the Nets held a players only meeting to discuss Ben Simmons' performance in front of Ben Simmons. This, I was thinking of Three Ring Circus when the Lakers apparently did that with Kobe multiple times. Where they had to do a players only meeting, to be like, "Yo, Kobe, you're a dick." Now, Kobe actually performed though. Yeah. So they held a
2: players only meeting to basically tell him he sucked.
3: Markeith- uh, guys, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep this very polite. Um, there's a talking stick. We will pass the talking stick just <laughs> to keep everything um, to keep everything cordial um we ask that you not talk without the talking stick um we are going to give the uh talking stick first to uh our captain kevin durant kevin do you have something to say to ben you suck okay we're gonna pass the uh we're gonna pass the stick to joe harris joe uh, do you have anything you'd like to say to ben uh yeah you kind of suck um okay well <laughs> we got two you sucks it's pretty unanimous so far uh, who should we go to next?
2: I mean, it's shoot the fucking ball, man. Have you ever seen like a like a fallout like this, man?
3: Well, we've had a lot of these over the years for a variety of sports, but the one thing that's uh, fascinating about the Ben Simmons thing is like,
2: so he's not hyped,
3: just so hyped, got paid. But, like, he hasn't had a real moment of any sort of extended amount of time where he seemed like an elite NBA player. Not one. Like, you can't look at a 15-game stretch of Ben Simmons ever in the NBA. 15 games where you say, from the start to the end of this 15 games, he is clearly an elite NBA player, a 20, top 20 player in the NBA. And that's where it's ridiculous. It's like, why are we, why, you know, so much talk about Ben Simmons in the media, in the trade things. He sits out, but it's like, in the end, what, what are you? You're a middling to nothing player at this point. I mean, this is his seventh year in the league.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But as, and he, as, as each of your passes, young, but like, do you remember? Do you remember what I said? The answer was for Ben Simmons. Where'd he go? The Warriors. Be Sean Livingston. It's actually sad, man. Like, it's the thought again
1: of a player, and the fact that it leaks to the media. Everything does now but I'm reading about Kobe Bryant. You know, I'm reading about that years later in a book years later. I'm like, what the Lakers had to sit Kobe down multiple times. Like, yo,
2: you're an asshole. This is leaking like right away. Yeah. Right. But I don't think he cares. I don't know. Look, I look, none of us know him. I, I, I just think,
1: I don't think he. I don't think he cares enough to get good.
2: You're in your seventh year. Where have you shown improvements in the areas that you're lacking? You haven't. You're
1: not starting, and obviously the Nets have a ton of problems. He's not the main problem.
3: Yeah, I liked the KD the other day. KD is KD is unbelievably petty. They were like interviewing KD about the stats, and that's, he just basically said all his teams. Teammates I suck. Saw, I saw that. I thought that was a so, fake quote at first. That's a wild, wild, uh, way to like motivate your team.
2: Well, he's not a leader. He's just not a leader. Yeah. He doesn't know how he doesn't know how to motivate his team. Joe, yeah. you're, uh, the dirty sports. Um,
3: it's not, it's not getting the numbers that the rich Eisen shows is, is getting. It's not getting the numbers that, uh. You know, uh, skip and oh, I'm uh, looking at me. I'm working with Andy Ruther. Uh, I, we've got Randy Ruther occasionally popping in. Uh, I, I've got Michael Majid. I don't even know where he's from. Calls in once every two years, talk about the World Cup. I mean, look what I'm dealing with here. Like, that, can you imagine just fucking trashing your, your fucking co workers like that?
2: How are we supposed to crack top 20? Andy doesn't even have a football team. Like, what are we talking about here? I'm supposed to be charting. He straight up said, direct
1: quote, look at our starting lineup. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neill, Joe Harris, Claxton, and me. It's not disrespectful. Yeah, it is. But what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out
2: there? So if you're watching from that lens, you're expecting us to play well because number seven is out there? Um. Do- you just lost your entire life. Uh,
3: sorry, uh, sorry. It, it seemed like a rhetorical question, uh, Kevin, but um, I, I feel like I should respond. Uh, yes, because that's what happened around every other great player in NBA history. Um, LeBron James could say, look at my starting lineup. It's Matthew Dellavedova, Timothy Mozgov, the ghost of Richard Jefferson, or who the fuck ever. What do you expect me to do? Take the Warriors to six games in the NBA finals.
2: Oh, okay. I did that. It's the equivalent of a girl asking you, how do I look
1: in this dress? Or does this dress make me look fat? Kevin's like, yep, you look fat. Yeah. Do not
2: say that. You look great. Does this dress make me look fat? No, you are fat. That dress just makes you look how you look.
3: Kevin, what are you doing? Sorry, did I, was that not for my burner account? No, you said it out
2: loud. Nobody wants to play with you after you say that. Like nobody wants to play with you. Poor Jacques Vaughn.
1: I mean, he's inheriting just a, uh, just a fire. Like the house is on fire, and they said, "Cool, dude, the house is yours. It's all yours. It's on fire. Do with you, do with it what you want. You can maybe put, try to put it out, try to build it back up." basically demo everything. It's your house, but,
3: but you can't really make any of those decisions while it's currently on fire.
2: No, you'll figure it out after that. Yeah. What a what a debacle, huh? I kind of love it though. I kind of love it. Just, just, I don't know. So I've never, I've never liked, I don't root for the, not that I would not like just something about the Brooklyn nets. I don't know. Like, how did New Yorkers feel when they moved to Brooklyn? It was cool
3: for a minute. And, you know, no one needed a basketball team in New Jersey. Um, Why is that? Did they not draw? No, they didn't draw. They played in the dump. Like, Brooklyn has way more of a basketball soul than New Jersey. Sure. I think it was cool for a minute. You remember Jay-Z was involved out the gate. It came in yeah. black, blah, 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 blah. Um, but, and, and we've seen this before. We've seen it with the bing bong and the whatever. Like, the Knicks win two games. Like, the Knicks fans and the Knicks, run, as bad as they've been, they run New York City. There is a ba- there is a love of the Knicks in New York that the Nets will never touch. Sure. They could win They could win the next 10 straight championships. They would never touch what the Knicks have in New York. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's, bi- it's essentially the fucking transplant team.
2: I gotcha. you. You want to jump into some NFL picks? Let's do it. You gained a point last week.
3: I know. Now I am going to have to start strategizing against you a little bit more because it seems like you're playing a ball control offense. It seems like you're passing the ball around the perimeter a little bit. So I'm going to have to actively we'll take make some... you think that, Joe. I mean, the last two weeks, we've had three different picks each of the two weeks. I've picked up one game total because we had we went one, one and one with a split. And then I went two and one. The Vikings really helped me. Yeah. So shout out to all my Vikings fans out there. Love you guys for your miracle fucking fraudulent win. Oh, my God. Hang the banner up in fucking a Bank of America stadium or whatever it is that says US back kept Andy Ruther from going 0 and 3 on a weekend. I was put literally next, put it next to the one a miracle game on a 1 in a million fumble week 10 beat the second place AFC East team.
1: I was standing on a step stool painting in my basement with that game on at that point. And I just said, "Are you got to be kidding me?" It was one of those like where you're talking out loud watching the games. I just I can't believe this is happening. Cuz then I knew I loved it because when it went to overtime, remember, they don't kick the extra points anymore. Yeah. I was like, well, I win now regardless. If if the Bills score a touchdown. This is how, how I win. They're going to win by six. Okay. So I have a six-point lead as we head into week 11 picks. As I do that, I'm also going to pull up our prize pick app to see what kind of plays we have this week. Dirtballs, as a reminder, you should download prize picks and play daily fantasy sports with us. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY when you sign up. All first-time users that deposit and use promo code DIRTY will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. It's the best way to play live action. And I just want to say, you know, it's available in about 30 states, also Canada. Okay. Oh, Canada. But not Ontario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so apologies to my friends in Ontario. And I believe, I think I got an email from them that they're now offering. I'm going to pull this up. That they're now offering. Sorry, let me go through my emails. Where Where's my prize pick email? I get too many emails. Okay. Oh, yeah. Major announcement.
2: As of yesterday, they're now offering six pick flex entries. Ooh. Okay. So this, uh, this could be helping for your payout. So you could, if you get, I see what they're saying,
1: six out of six, 25 times. Okay. Five out of six, two. So basically, these plays now, you can really earn. A lot higher payouts if you're getting more than one pick right. And you can do cross sports. So obviously, like tonight, you could do Thursday night football, you could do basketball in the NBA to help help you make some more money. Tonight I'm looking Ryan Tannehill, more or less 175 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go less. Aaron Rodgers, 237 and a half passing yards. I'm going to go more. All right. There we go. So go ahead, download that today. Make sure you use promo code DIRTY. Okay, so let's start with tonight's games. Game, I should say. Okay,
2: this should be a good one, Joe. We got Tennessee traveling to Green Bay. The line here is three. Tennessee is
3: three-point favorite. The Packers. Wow. The Packers are a three-point favorite. So this game is
1: going to be obviously ball control. Both teams are going to have to run the ball. It's going to be cold weather. I saw, you know, it's Green Bay, November. 25 degrees. So it's going to
2: feel like 16, high winds. So I, I, this comes down to me, which defense is going to play better. The Packers are three-point favorites. Packers looked good last week. Ryan Tannehill's back. This is a very
1: tough one to start, especially the Packers being favorites. I'll go first, though. I don't like these Thursday night games. These are tough picks. I I think the Packers, you know, it was a it was a big win,
2: but I feel like a lot of people are are buying into the uh, the fool's gold a little. Hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think
1: it's gonna be a really close game. Like I think it's gonna be right around here. I I could see the like I can even see the
3: Packers. I'm, winning. I'm remaining stoic. So is, I, I know I'll you let are. You ta- talk it out.
1: I don't know I'm talking it out right now. That's what we're doing. It all comes down to Derrick Henry. Can Derrick Henry run the ball against this defense? Short week, I would think would favor Rogers, but I also like Vrabel as a coach. I'm really overthinking this. Okay.
2: Let's go with I'm not too sure. Let's go with Titans. Actually, hold on. I think this is good. I think this
1: game is going to be a push. I'm going to go with the Packers because I'm rooting for the Packers.
2: No, oh, do I want that?
1: <laughs> like me ordering at a restaurant. Let's go. You're not flinching. I'm trying to get you to flinch at all. I'm trying to get you to show some emotion. Okay.
2: Final answer. I'm going to say. Packers winning cover. I'm going to take the Titans. Knew it. Um,
3: I am buying in on the, uh, this could be a little run for Rogers. Like we could, the Packers, I think the Packers did. And I said it last week. I think Mike McCarthy blew in the mouth of the Packers. It, it did CPR on them on the beach. Um, I think that this could be the little baby run. The Packers need to get back into the mix, but um, three points, just, e- just even being a home even if being a home game. I mean, I, I like the Packers chances to win this game and I don't hate your pick. Um, obviously if it's a three point game, you know, uh, it's, there's not a lot of wiggle room for the Packers to win and not cover. But to me, um, as well as the Titans have been playing as well as Derek Henry can run the ball Thursday night. I could just see it being a coin flip either way. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Titans. I think I, again. I could see the Packers winning this game, but I just think it's close. I think the op- the chances of it being a Titans win or a Packers couple point cover, couple point win. Um, that's two pots I'd like to be in as opposed to just being all in on the Packers having to win by four or more. So I'm going to go with the Titans. And I'll be rooting for the Packers as well. D- despite even my my own best interests in this, uh, in, our, in our competition, I'll be rooting for the uh, Packers, but um, I'm going to pick the Titans.
2: Yeah,
1: regardless, I think it should be a good game. I think it should be a fun game to watch. I, yeah, obviously- as far
3: as Thursday night matchups go, this is a pretty great one, huh? Right, yeah. I'm into it.
1: Yeah, no, I I uh I'm stoked to have this type of game at this late this you know this time of year. Okay, Bears
2: Falcons, a game that I don't really care about. It's in Atlanta. Falcons are 3 point favorites. Kind of a must win for the Falcons. You can't fall to 4 and 7. That division
1: obviously is still open with the Bucks being five and five. What do yep. you th- what do you think about this game?
3: Um I, I think in this game, I, I you know, you talked about fool's gold. Uh now you've done a fool's gold reference twice in a row, then two back to back podcasts. First, you give us the definition of fool's gold, and then you've called you called some teams By to way, fool's gold twice in a row. That's my new
1: thing. I'm telling a yep. lot of people I, t- I texted somebody today. I called the dolphins fool's gold. Yeah. Those gold is what I'm running with these days.
3: Um, I think uh, a couple things. I'm not super bought in on the Justin Fields has figured it out plan, um, but also I think that people expected the Falcons to be really really bad, and they came out hot and they look good. But I think that I think the the Falcons are in the process of falling back down to earth. I think they started six and oh against the spread. Um and I, I'm I'm not all in on uh Justin Fields, but I'm in
2: enough that I think I'm gonna take the Bears. So the Bears D is just not like they're not stopping anybody. No, they're not. Justin Fields has been playing better. I mean, you know, there, we, we all know what happened
1: with Mariota last week. And everybody's just just mocking him. Just getting raked over the coals by social media.
2: That, that one pass. Yeah. He, the pass with him falling was pretty funny. Does he bounce back? It's one of those games where it's just going to be teams running the
1: ball. Non-stop. Does Mariota have it in him to bounce back? Now the Bears, let's see here. I am just I just want to pull it up real quick to see. The Bears are still lost. I love it's like Justin Fields is figuring out. They still lost three in a row. But they're putting up points. They beat the Patriots and then they... So their offense is scoring
2: 33-29,
1: 32-30. So they're putting up points. You know, I'm going to be defensive. You're right. I'm going to take the Bears. See, when I'm unsure, why lose a point, right?
2: Okay. Because I'm unsure. Okay. Bills-Browns. Now, this game is going to be interesting.
1: Are you following the weather coverage?
3: I am. A thunder bomb?
1: The reports from Adam Schefter. I love how he tweeted this out today. Forecast is calling for snow totals of three to six feet, possibly including a thunder snow.
2: Dan, Dan, th- thunder snow. Like they might move the game. So I'm up first. So we have eight points. You figure if it's a snow game, like I don't know who, like the Browns can run the ball. But, th- but see, see, this is what's. Are we allowed to have caveats in this or no? Because um, like, ca-
1: because like to me, if they move the game, like they move the game to like an indoors
3: somewhere, right?
1: I'm taking the Bills.
3: Okay. What's the spread on the game?
1: It's eight points, Bills. Okay. Right, but if it's
2: outside, I'm more leaning towards just a low scoring Browns. You know, fuck it. I'm taking the bills regardless. Bucket. I'm taking the Browns
3: regardless. Um, Not because I'm super confident in the Browns, but uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Browns to keep it close, especially the way they run the ball in a snow bomb game. And then I'll take my chances. If the game is moved that, uh they are they can manage to keep it close well um, yeah i i don't love it if the game's moved um but eight points with the way they they're uh the way they're running it I like well it. i'm just hoping it. that that
1: they have to throw the ball at some point and we all know josie biscoli is just gonna right turn the ball over hopefully for my favorite all right eagles colts it's in
2: Indy, the Eagles coming off that loss are a seven-point favorite. In Indianapolis. Correct. I'm first. Yeah. Bounce back, Eagles win, cover.
1: Yeah, I was actually going to – my thing is, like, everyone's high on this Jeff Saturday.
2: I think it's only – it,
3: I mean, I I, don't, I almost think that Vegas is high on it. This game is probably an 11 point game. Two weeks, yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Jets, Patriots. It's in Foxborough. The Patriots are three point favorites. I like the Patriots to win and cover. This is a tough one for me.
3: Uh, I am the king of riding the Patriots versus Bill Belichick knows something about Zach Wilson that no one else does. He has not played against him. Well, but like, how long does that last just forever? I think you're right though. I'm going to go with the Patriots to win and cover.
1: I mean, I just, I don't know. Like he's just, he's played so bad against the Patriots. All right. Ram saints in new Orleans. So Cooper Cubs out Stafford supposedly back in. Neither of these teams have too much to play for. Andy Dalton is still a starting quarterback. The Saints are three-point favorites in New Orleans.
2: You're up first.
3: I'm going to take the Rams. I know it's west to east. I know the Rams don't have Cooper Cup. The way the, the Saints have been playing... I don't like them as three-point favorites against a team that's, like, well-coached and has talent.
1: I agree. I I was shocked. To be honest, this was one of the spreads that surprised me. I was just like... To me, this game boils down to the Rams have a great defense. The Saints are just hurting offensively, especially at the O-line. Injuries, poor play. I just think Dalton just gets lit the fuck up. The Rams might score a touchdown on defense. All right, we're gonna take the Rams to win and cover. All right, I'm up first. Lions at Giants. I'm taking the Giants to win and cover. Well, it's three still, right? It's three. I just like, I don't know. Everybody's all the Lions won back to back.
3: I'm not super confident about this Giants team against this Lions team. It it, it is a little bit of a it, it is a little bit of a recipe for a um, you know, a Giants fail game based on. The, the Giants don't want to play in a shootout. And the Lions have done that a few times this year. And I I really don't love this game for the Giants. But I'll say this. Coaching, coaching, coaching. I think Dable... I
2: mean, I, I literally think if Brian Dable were drunk asleep and
3: you just like yelled down in distances at him. He would out coach Dan Campbell in New York. The idea of losing a point to you, taking the lions against my giants and then rooting with all my blood and guts for my giants to win. Doesn't feel right. I'm S i am I am scared about this game as a giants fan. We, this is, this is a game I've I've already taken the giants, but, just to talk it out here. This is a game where the Giants need to keep doing what they're doing, which is they need to keep winning games they're supposed to win. This is very this is this is a historic Giants trap game. I want this coaching staff and this head coach specifically to be different. And if they win this game, man, like you get, you go to, you go to Cowboys on a short week on Thanksgiving at eight and two, you got to feel good about yourself. Let's go. Don't yeah. let me down.
1: Both in on the G men. Next up Panthers at the Ravens. I believe this is our biggest spread of the week. It is the Panthers are 13 point dogs. Baker Mayfield is back starting. This is such a big spread.
3: It really is.
1: The thing is, the Ravens don't they just don't strike me as a team that's gonna blow people out. Like, who are they blowing out? They've had some big leads that they've blown. This is too big a spread for me. I'm going with the uh Raven. I'm sorry. I'm, ah. going, with the, I'm going with the Panthers. I mean, it's that's such a big spread, man.
2: Backdoor covers, there's just too many possibilities. I mean, yeah, they've scored 24, 42, 37, 20, 19, 20, 23,
3: you see what I'm 27, saying? 27. I mean, to cover, you got to win 27, 13.
2: Which I they do could not, do. I, but... I do
3: not like this. But now this is where we're getting into strategy. I'm going to have to take the Ravens to go against you. Okay. I, I actually do not like this pick. Uh, I think it'll be a 10 to 14 point game. I backdoor Baker. I mean, it's the only way he's getting into any stadium next year is through the back door. Um, but I don't love this. This is a strategic pick. Let's go Ravens. Lamar Jackson, get back in the MVP race so that, I don't know, the Indianapolis Colts have to pay you more next year or something. I still don't know what's going on with that. Still don't know how he, how he was an option for the Colts this offseason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> no one knows. Okay. Commanders off a big win are at home against the Texans. They're now five and five. So they're in the playoff hunt. They're three. I like
3: Heineke, dude.
2: I like That's Heineke. He's risky. I like that. I like that. So you're gonna go with them to cover. I am. I'm gonna go with I, I'm I'm gonna go with them. It's only a three point game, and
3: it's the Texans. The Texans looked real bad last week against the Giants. I mean, they were in the Giants game, but every opportunity they had to take it, they failed. Um, I think I think Washington feels good about themselves right now. Um, and it's only
2: three. If this were a five point game, I would take the Texans. So Washington's won four of its last five. Yeah. How do you even go back to Carson Wentz? I was just going to say, you can't. Yeah, I have to. I mean, I like
1: Heineke, too. Promise, he he could be good for just a bad interception. But then again, so can uh, Mills. I'm going to have to go with the commanders to win and cover. Okay. Raiders-Broncos in Denver, two teams that just... Seasons are done. The Broncos are three-point favorites now. The latest report is that the Raiders are so strapped for cash that they can't afford to fire
3: Josh McDaniels. It's a weird report. I don't believe it. You don't believe it? Uh, what does that even mean? How strapped? How strapped for cash could you be? I mean, I you know, like
1: so. So this is what I read when it when
2: it comes to that. So basically I'll pull it up. So they had given Gruden
1: a 100 million dollar in a 10 year deal. He was yeah. still he was still owed 40 million. They settled it out of court for an undisclosed amount when Gruden left. So nobody knows how much Gruden got paid. Right. They obviously gave
3: a lot of straight cash homie to De- Devontae Adams. I just, I I don't, I don't believe this. Like we're, you're going to have to pay McDaniels either way. Right. So this, this basically the claim is you can't, you can't fire him and afford another coach. Well, you don't have to hire a high price coach. How's that been going for you? Hiring McDaniels, hiring Gruden. What are you going to do? You're going to go find the, you know.
1: Well, they're idiots, Joe. You know, I don't feel bad for him because the interim coach last year, Rich uh
2: how do you pronounce it? He's an Italian guy. Uh yeah, Pisakia? He, he Pisakia. Yeah. I mean, they were seven and five under him. They were in a playoff game. You know, he was the first coach. He was the first coach. Uh He was the first coach in 10
1: years to be an interim coach, took his team to the playoffs. Like, yeah, you didn't. like, And that would have been a lot cheaper. He wasn't the sexy hire. They played well under him. Why would you not keep him? That's on them. They're idiots. The Raiders always go for the sexy move. They don't they don't do the right football sound move, in my opinion. And that's always been their problem.
3: Andy, I don't know who's supposed to go first in this pick. I am. Can we just do something? Can you just take your Broncos and I'll take. My Raiders. Like let's I have just...
1: zero confidence in the Broncos. It's your boy. It's 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 my boy. It's my ex,
2: and he's going against the other coach playing against his ex. I just think the Raiders are going to bounce back this week.
3: This almost, I feel, I feel about this game. Like it's uh like it's it might have to be a Joe Preno uh, go against ruther pick on this, and I just don't want to have to go for, with your boy,
2: Mister Unlimited. Andy well, you're
3: Andy's gonna have ar- to. And, and i yeah, yeah, because i You're already thinking about. It, you're like, I don't even want to be sitting at home on Sunday regretting regret regretting that Joe forced me to pick.
2: I'm going but with the Raiders.
3: I'm, I'm not going to go against you because, like you, like you, I know Russell Wilson Russell Wilson is trash. I know all claims of him being an elite quarterback in the NFL at any given moment ever was were fraudulent. oh wow. we're, we're fraudulent.
1: Wow.
3: I think we're both I think you and I are both going with the better quarterback in the game. oh my goodness. We're both going with Derek Carr and the Raiders,
1: okay. We're going with the Raiders. Oh, she's going to prove us wrong. All right, Cowboys Vikings. Cowboys are point and a half favorites
2: in Minnesota. What's Kirk Cousins' record? Four twenty-five PM. I have no idea. Ape or Tiger Bowl. All right, you're up, man. This is, I'll be curious how you do this.
3: And don't be curious. Joe Prano is nothing but a guy. He's nothing if he's not a guy who just refuses to admit he's wrong. I'll take the Cowboys to win and cover against the fraud that is Kirk Cousins. They're favored, by the way.
2: Vegas thinks they're going to win.
1: All right, here's what I'm going to do. I like a letdown game after a big win and reversely i like a win after a big letdown game from the cowboys i think the cowboys win in cover too but for the sake of the show i'm gonna throw you one right here oh, okay even, i'm gonna throw you one. i'm gonna take the vikings for the sake of the show i think the cowboys win in cover but i'm not doing that i'm gonna take the vikings
3: let me just tell you one thing the this Dallas Cowboys team and you're so is this locked in? We're locked. Yeah,
1: we'll in. lock it in. I'll take. I'll take. Uh, the this bikes.
3: Cowboys team gets after the quarterback. I know they do. Kirk Cousins hates guys. Pressure. Pressuring yeah, pressuring him. Uh, oh, I know. The, the Cowboys team has some ball hawks on the other side. Oh, I know Kirk Cousins. They know Kirk Cousins from his days of taking big, steaming, wet diarrhea dumps in the NFC East. Also, Vikings fans. The next time you're about to call Oh man, do I really want to do that? The next time you're about to call the Dirty Sports Podcast, call the call the MGM Grand in Las Vegas and ask to speak to the, the director of their sports book because they too don't fucking believe in you. They think you're fraudulent.
2: So you made me pull it up. Kirk Cousins is two and eight in his career against the Cowboys. Damn. Who does Kirk Cousins have a winning record against? He lost to them in
1: 2021, 20,
3: 2020. so 20. Last- this team's different.
1: I hate this pick. I'm literally just doing that just to fucking do it.
3: This team's different. What do you mean you're doing it just
2: to do it? They're in one. They're about to be the one seed. They're soup. They're going to the Super Bowl. All right, Bengals Steelers.
1: Bengals. By the way, do- I
3: hate this pick too because I'll be rooting. Out. Also, Vikings fans, I'm rooting for you this weekend. I'm rooting hard for you this weekend. I'm the world's biggest Kirk Cousins stand this weekend. Kirk, do it for me. I don't care how many danger witches I got to eat. If I lose this bet because Kirk Cousins comes out and has a magical performance against the Cowboys and this one game is the difference. I'll eat a thousand danger witches. Please beat the Cowboys this weekend. It's a home game. I just don't believe in your ability to do it because I think your quarterback is a fraud.
2: All
1: right. Bengals Steelers three and a half. That half point is tough. Bengals are three and a half favorites in Pittsburgh. Rose played pretty awesome since that opening week against Pittsburgh. Now Watt is back and Watt destroyed him. That half point hook is tough.
2: I just I just don't know who's gonna show up for this team. You know. I, I think Pittsburgh's not gonna put
1: up points. They didn't they didn't score the whole second half against the Bengals last time. Not until overtime. Fuck it. Who day, I'm gonna ride with with the Bengals,
3: all that, and then you you just give us that whole thing, and then you did, then you went with the Bengals. I don't like it. All right, I'm going with the Bengals too. I was gonna go with the Bengals no matter what. Um, actually, I I've said it before, and I'm gonna say it again, especially on this team and the talent that they have. I like Kenny Pickett. I'm real afraid of of backdoor Kenny here but i think that the bengals need to avenge that week 1 loss if for real for real this needs to be a 10 point win for them to feel on the road go in there beat up the guy beat up your division rival beat up the team that 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 set you back from your super bowl week 1 um do i believe that they will do it not really but i think that they need to um that being said I do fear backdoor Kenny.
2: All right, moving on. Chiefs Chargers, which is now the
1: Sunday night game. It's in L.A. You're up. Chiefs are six point favorites. Now, just so you know, before you make your pick, Chargers are five and four. You got yeah. Chargers, Bengals, and Patriots, all five and four, all like vying for that last spot.
3: I just think Sunday Night Football, we're going to get a good game here. I'm going to go with the Chargers. I don't love it. I think the Chiefs are really, really good. I think the Chiefs are a significantly better team than the Chargers. Um, I, would I be surprised if this is a 10-point Chiefs win? No, I wouldn't. But I think we're going to get a good game. I think the Chargers need a good game. The fact that it's in L.A. doesn't even fucking help them. No, it's going to be all Chiefs fans. Okay, but so I, I, I would the in the
1: past, I would go with the the Chargers. I'm just like... I I not even looked at the injury report. They're so decimated. You know, they stayed in last week's game. I think Staley's a clown. I just think he's he's not panning out.
3: Along with the Chiefs. That one hurts me. That one hurts me. You guys with the that, Chargers. That, that, that's what that No, I mean I di- I I did think you were going to go with the Chargers, but I, that that wasn't why I made my pick. It's going to be it's that's going to be a disaster. That's going to be a terrible way to spend a Sunday night if the chiefs who I believe are the best team in football come out and just mop the floor with them and being like, why would you do, why'd you do this to yourself? I feel like though Sunday night with the camera, like all the cameras, the prime time, I feel like we're going to be here Monday. Mark my words, somebody uh, time code this. Um, I feel like we're going to be here Monday morning talking about a disastrous daily decision that cost them the game.
2: And we wouldn't be talking about that if it was a 14 point win. Yeah, well, I, I just I don't I think he yeah, I think he's a
1: he, he's kind of a disaster as a coach. And I just think the, the Chiefs have too much they just have too much on offense. All right, Niners Cardinals, your Monday night game.
2: Niners are eight point favorites. Wow. Oh, it's in Mexico City. I am Estadio Esteca.
1: Pronounce that definitely correctly. See, that's a wild spread. Like, that's a because you know, like, like how do you how do you do it? Like, like, like how do you how do you make the pick? I I don't, I don't know, I don't know what that crowd's gonna be like in Mexico City. Is gonna be mostly Niners. Ole,
3: ole, 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 ole.
2: Debo, 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 Debo. It's a lot. Who's up, me or you? It's me. Uh, I believe you are up.
1: Yeah. We haven't seen that Niners offense just get it together. I don't like this. That's eight. I'm still going to go with the
3: Niners. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll go with the Cardinals. I gotta play some strategy here. I, I think eight is too big. I was heavily prepared for you to go with the Cardinals and for me to have to go with the Niners. I think the spread is too big, but I also at the same point think it's not going to be it's not going to be a seven or eight point game. It's gonna be a fourteen point game or it's gonna be a four point game. I just think Eight is the number that Vegas has settled on because they agree. I think I just got to, you know, I just got to root for it to be somewhat close game. I think the Niners are significantly better than the Cardinals. Um, I would say there's a 95% chance that the Niners win this game. Just hopefully a little backdoor Kyler. Well, yeah,
1: this is me just hoping that that Murray has some, some turnovers or something. All right, well, that's our week 11 picks. Real quick. And I
3: don't love Cliff Kingsbury in Mexico. No, no. And I was thinking of that, too.
1: That was part of it.
3: Cliff Kingsbury, I think, is going to be drinking buckets of Corona in Cabo and take a quick last-minute flight to the game. Oh, wait, I, I hate see, it.
2: I, I hate it. Sunday,
3: Monday a, is going to kill me. I see a tweet. Sunday night, Monday night. you like this. I
1: just see a tweet in Dirty Sports. Um, Happy three-year anniversary. The live dirty sports stream of the medium pizza bowl between Trubisky and Goff. An absolute wow. classic. That was three years ago today. Wow. The medium pizza bowl. All brought to you by me ordering two medium pizzas. Unbelievable. Yeah. Guys, give us a call. Welcome, all Vikings fans, to hop in that hotline. 310-359-8365. Follow us on all social at the dirty sports. I'm at Andy Ruther. Joe is
3: at Cowboys. I picked you. I picked you this week. Cowboys fans, my friends in the Dallas area. I picked you guys to go up into Minnesota and beat the fraudulent Kirk cousins. Show me the same confidence that I have shown your team. Come see me at house of comedy, Texas, which is in Plano, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of next week. Reno and Plano. I will be at the Jerry Dome on Thursday, on Thanksgiving Day. Come drink Miller Lights with me in the parking lot. Giants, Cowboys. Followed by Friday, Saturday, Sunday, House of Comedy. I put it on my Instagram, which you can follow at Joe Prano. All my other social media is also at Joe Prano, except for Twitter. where I'm at Fix Your Life. I put it on my Instagram. I put it on my Twitter. Free meet and greet post show. If you bring me some of your family's Thanksgiving leftovers, I will be enjoying Thanksgiving day at a football game. Bring me a, a Thanksgiving sandwich. Put all your fixings on some sourdough or, uh, or a roll or a dinner roll for me. Bring me some Thanksgiving sliders, free meet and greet. Come, come eat some Thanksgiving leftovers in the green room with me. House of Comedy, Texas, next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. JoePanner.com forward slash shows for all other shows. We've got Vegas coming up. We'll be in Wilmington, North Carolina in January. Sketchfest in San Francisco in early February. Lots and lots and lots of shows being added. Um, so, yeah, follow me all those places. Thank you.
1: Cool. All right, guys, that's our show. Appreciate all the support. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. And as always, stay dirty.